Welcome to How to Pretend to Like Sports. I'm Monica Woodhams, former D1 cheerleader, well, just my first year in college, who is still game day obsessed. Even when friends joked I was just pretending to like sports, I've always loved the community and excitement that comes with going to games. And let's be real, I love picking out a game day outfit. Join me each week as I share current events, conversation starters, and Obvi discuss the latest outfits that the F1 girlfriends are wearing. I'm giving you everything you need to know, no binge watching required. Hello and welcome back to How to Pretend to Like Sports. I am your host, Monica Woodhams. I'm here with a late episode because I am not feeling great, a little under the weather. I think that's karma for complaining so much about how it was going to be zero degrees in Kansas City and then the universe was like, you know what's really cold? When you have the chills because you have the flu. But I'm in a period where I think all the medicine has kicked in and I don't feel achy at the moment. So I'm using this opportunity to record a quick podcast episode and that was the goal at least, but I recorded, or I thought I recorded an entire episode a minute ago, and turns out I didn't hit record. So maybe that's even more proof that the medicine is kicking in. But I got back yesterday from Kansas City. Monday morning, I woke up and was feeling achy, and I was like, oh my God, please don't tell me that I'm getting sick. I have done everything I can to not get bronchitis again this year because that was truly a nightmare and I've been avoiding people who have colds like the plague but obviously going to the airport flying I couldn't avoid people so I was like okay well at least I'm flying home tonight I will just get on that short Kansas City to Dallas flight get to bed and it'll be fine Southwest decided to have its meltdown. So I was a casualty of Southwest not being able to get their shit together. They kept pushing my flight back. And by the time it was like 11.30 p.m. departure, I was like, no chance that this takes off. It's for sure going to get canceled. So I went into the app to double check. And then it was just like spinning. So it was clearly crashing. Their website was crashing. And I had to find out through Google that the flight was canceled. I never got a text or email, anything saying that the flight was canceled, like pretty much everyone else who never got notified because their site kept crashing. I mean, even the flight crews weren't getting notifications and couldn't even figure out what their assignments were because they couldn't get through to anyone at Southwest. Truly a shit show. And I was like, I am not trusting them with rebooking They couldn't get me rebooked until Friday anyway, so there was that. But even if they could have the next day, I I did not trust that at all because Tuesday and Wednesday, they're only flying one-third of their fleet nationwide. And on Tuesday anyway, by like noon, they had canceled all but like two flights out of Kansas City. So it just made more sense for my parents to drive me down. When we were talking about driving down to Dallas, my dad was like, well, why don't you just look to see real quick what American flights there are? And there was one flight left for American that was flying out, and it was $5,000. 
So I kind of jokingly was like, well, there's one and it's $5,000. And I could just see for like five seconds in his face, he was like kind of considering, is that worth me not having to drive Monica down to Dallas? But then I was like, well, it takes off in 10 minutes anyway, so no chance. And I mean, he would not have done that anyway. But it was funny to see that, like, just tiny bit of, well, maybe. So anyway, on on yesterday, Tuesday, we took a little family road trip down to Dallas. My parents dropped me off, and they headed back to Kansas City today, which don't really know why they didn't stay longer. They have a place here, so they totally could have. Plus, I have a guest room anyway, even if they didn't have a place here. But... I guess they really wanted to get back to Kansas City. Since I want to knock this out and I have no idea when I'm going to not feel as good as I'm feeling right now again because I do still have the sniffles, we're going to knock out a quick episode of what's going on in the sports world. So one of the things that caught my eye was the Broncos game this past weekend against the Packers. So the Broncos have had... A rough season. They have a 4-11 record, so not great, and definitely one of Russell Wilson's worst years, if not the worst. And so tensions were already pretty high for them, but in the middle of the game, the backup quarterback for the Broncos went to go say something to the offensive line, and then the guards shoved him. And it's really not great to see a little tiff like that on the sidelines in the middle of the game. Kind of understandable because the score ended up being 51 to 14, so not great. And you could see why people would be stressed and not happy, but not really an excuse to cause a tiff like that on the sidelines. I feel like if there's any chance of some sort of argument on the sidelines or anything like that, you just probably should just hold it in until you go to the locker room instead of it being something that literally the whole world is watching. And in more happier news, I guess you could say, J.J. Watt, who is the defensive end for the Houston Texans, announced that this will be his last season. So everyone's wishing him a happy retirement. He's a pretty well-loved player. And you know it's not an easy decision for these guys to decide to retire because all they've ever known is playing sports. It's kind of wild to think about because no matter what our jobs are, like I've worked in e-commerce basically my whole career. So since 2012, that's pretty much all I know now, but it's not something I've been doing since I was three, which is wild that these professional athletes They truly have done this their entire life, not like half their life, like literally since basically they could walk, they've been playing sports. And speaking of longevity in sports, the Pittsburgh Pirates in baseball signed a 42-year-old player. I'd mentioned a few podcast episodes back about the age of soccer players and how thinking about these 30-something soccer players just makes my knees hurt. and. I didn't really think about baseball having older players, but I guess, I guess it makes sense. 42 years old would be the oldest player in Major League Baseball, but 
He's right there helping Tom Brady out with the argument that you can be a professional athlete in your 40s. So backtracking back to football real quick. Tua, who is the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, turns out that he did indeed have a concussion from last week's game against the Packers. They struggled in that game, and he ended up having three interceptions, which I think is the most in his career. It's just an added bummer that he did have a concussion, especially after earlier this year, and he had that gnarly concussion where he was on the ground, and it just did not look good. So despite that news, Miami can earn a postseason bid in Week 17, and in order to do that, they would need they would need to win the Patriots. They would need to beat the Patriots, along with the Jets would need to lose to Seattle. So they would need both of those two things to happen in order to move on to the postseason. Now, when it comes to college football, so the college football playoffs begin this week, and I will not be going to the TCU game. I don't think that that was truly in the cards, especially with this Southwest nonsense, because I was supposed to fly Southwest. So that's okay. was not meant to be. There's a part of me in my head that's like, maybe that wasn't meant to be because TCU actually is going to win and move on to the national championship game. That might be a pipe dream, but I'm kind of going with it. Michigan is favored to win, so, and for legitimate reasons, so I'm not going to sit here and pretend like there's a high chance that TCU wins, but you never know, and we love we love an underdog story, right? That game is going to be on Saturday, New Year's Eve at 2 p.m. Central. Following that game is going to be Ohio State, who's number four, playing against one Georgia, and that's going to be at 6 p.m. Central. And both games are going to be on ESPN. Michigan is favored for the TCU-Michigan game, and of course, Georgia is favored for the Ohio State-Georgia game. Oh, so... The Oakland Raiders are benching quarterback Derek Carr for the final two games. This is kind of wild because he's been their starting quarterback since 2014. In his place this weekend against the 49ers will be Jarrett Stidman, who they acquired from the New England Patriots. And I'll leave y'all with this one. The Dallas Mavericks player, Luka Doncic, set another record in the NBA. I'm, I say that. I'm pretty sure he set other records. So what he did this past week is become the first player in the NBA to put up 60 points, 20 rebounds, and 10 assists in one game. So they are very much calling this Mavs game and and him playing a historic performance. All right, that's all I got for you. I am going to go rest. I hope y'all have a wonderful new year, and we'll talk next week. Bye, y'all.